All right, let me do. Let me. Uh, <clears throat> all right, now it's time. Okay, now it's my turn to generate amazing fact. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Let's do this. Woo! <laughs> yeah, woo! Let's do this. Welcome, everyone, to the Gravity Beard Podcast, your home for discussions and interviews with a variety of guests covering a wide range of topics. Today is another installment of This Week Today, where we look back on this day in history, sports, entertainment, and more. Let's get started. This is the Gravity Beard Podcast. Hey everyone, I'm Tove. I'm joined by my regular co-host, Lord Saunders. How are you, sir? Greetings and salutations. I hope you are well. I am doing fantastic. I am also great. So yes. we did this for the first time last episode. We're going to do it again. Before we get going on with our regular business, how would you like to answer a listener question? I would love that. Hopefully I can have some redemption from my last week's lame answer. No, I thought your answer was fantastic. So All here right. we go. Uh, this me. week's question is from our good friend Phil from My Thing Can Beat Your Thing. Okay. Uh, anybody, if you haven't heard that podcast, it's one of the most creative, most hilarious podcasts in the world today. So go go and listen to My Thing Can Beat Your Thing. Anyway, awesome. Phil's question is, if you were to eat... A, you might want to actually take notes on this. <laughs> okay. If, if you were to eat a rack of ribs for lunch every day for the rest of your life, mm-hmm. how much money would you spend in total... Uh, please include the amount spent on sauce, but present it as a separate variable. And how many individual ribs would that equal, assuming they're a full rack, not a half rack? Okay, are we talking spare ribs or baby back? Uh, I think you get to choose because you didn't stipulate. Okay, well, if we go, and are we are we buying them at a grocery store or are we buying them at a restaurant? Let's go restaurant. Okay, restaurant. And the average price for a restaurant rack of ribs is about 20 bucks. That's about 10 ribs if you're doing the baby back. Okay. If you're if you're doing that, then you don't need to include a sauce uh, cost for sauce because it's already going to come with it. So that part's included. So if you do, wow. uh, what, what was the time frame? Um, every day, every day for lunch for the rest of your life. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay, let's do some quick math here. <laughs> so, <laughs> See, now you have to guess it's your own life expectancy, Adam. Right. Well, okay. Well, so let's do 365 days times. I say I got another 50 years in me. Yeah, so so that's about um that's 18,250 things of ribs. Are you using a calculator? Yeah. Okay. Times All right. okay, tw- let's do $25 to include tip. That's $456,000 uh you know <laughs> that we would spend on ribs, not including any sauces or dry rubs. So, I feel like that's a pretty good average and I will say that I did not <laughs> I did not look this up ahead of time. And th- that's that's the truth because I <laughs> because of the travel, I'm always looking for good ribs. <laughs> so, I know that if you you can get a decent rack for like 20 bucks, you know, depending on where you're going, you're paying average pricing. So, you know, on average plus or minus $456,250. Gosh, so, so the rest of your life you're going to spend 450 grand on ribs, right? So average half a million dollars if you get you know spare or you know bigger rack. So how many how many years was that? I did. did you say 50? Fi- I did 50 on top of my current age. You're going to live 50 more years? Yeah, man. Huh? Okay. Absolutely, you're well, going to live 50 more years. Good luck to you, sir. Who's going to make these podcasts? <laughs> Excellent point. Although the variable we're not paying attention to is the effect that the ribs will have on you. <laughs> is that like a decreasing, you know, return on investment here? <clears throat> That's a fair point. 
And I'm actually like that sounds like a delicious way to die. So that was a great question. <laughs> Absolutely, that was well a great done. question. So, so Phil, our answer is four hundred fifty thousand dollars. Thank you for sending in that question. Yes, absolutely. What a great, great question. And good news to everyone else that submitted questions because we've only gotten to two and we got a bunch of really good ones. The 100th episode of the Gravity Beard podcast is coming up next month and we'll do an expanded segment of listener questions. Which I'm excited about. And for the record, I, I actually stayed off that post because I wanted to be surprised. Um, so I, I didn't, I didn't, I liked the post so that I could, you know, kind of just show that I'm, I'm there, but I didn't look at any of the questions so that I, you know, as far as I can remember, yes. so that I could have these like off the dome and to everyone who submitted, thank you so much. That's awesome. Yeah. Thanks so much for the listener questions. Every one of them were good. We eventually we will get to all of them. And, and yeah, the hundredth episode will be a, a longer than normal episode. We're going to blow it out for the 100th. That's going to be awesome. Yeah. Next. Okay. Well, let's get started and look at the calendar of special days. So everyone knows what to celebrate this week. I love this. I'll get us started. Yesterday, uh, first of all, was my dad's birthday. Oh, well, yeah, he turned to your he, dad. He turned seventy-four. Oh, nice. And so then we didn't plenty of time. Yeah, and we, <laughs> he can start eating ribs <laughs> if he wants to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and we didn't do an episode last week, but last week was my mom's seven seventy-fourth birthday. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. great. Happy birthday to the uh, you know the family. That's right. Happy birthday to both of them. Uh, but in addition to my dad's birthday, yesterday was National Dress Up Your Pet Day and. National Hot Pastrami Sandwich Day. Ooh. So first of all, I'm going to say this. I don't support people dressing up their pets. All right? Okay. I don't know where you stand okay. on that. I'm out on people dressing up their pets. Stop dressing up your pets. <laughs> However, I am going to uphold a longstanding This Week Today tradition. I'm going to combine these two days, and I'd like to encourage people to dress their pets up as a hot pastrami sandwich. You see, that is a fantastic compromise. I think that's great. I could go for a hot pastrami sandwich right now, so that sounds delicious. Too bad it was yesterday. Wednesday is National Bootleggers Day. It is a celebration of the birthday of Templeton Rye Whiskey and bootlegger Al Capone. I 100% support this day. <laughs> Let us celebrate this. Blow the roofs off. Let's have an intergalactic kegger down here. Let's blow it off. Let's celebrate Rye Whiskey and the uh, famous bootlegger Al Capone. So on Thursday, you can celebrate National Winnie the Pooh Day. And I absolutely love Winnie the Pooh. Winnie the Pooh is awesome. I'm a huge Winnie the Pooh fan. All right. Well, let's move on to Friday, which is National Popcorn Day. And uh, if you're ever in the Chicago area, I highly recommend that you find a Garrett's popcorn. In fact, you must do this. Get the Garrett, get the Garrett or the Chicago mix, whichever one it is. I think it's called the Garrett's mix, which is a combination of caramel and cheddar popcorn. It's the mix. And you think it's going to be terrible and not that good. It is like they have sprinkled it with crack. You cannot get enough. It is delicious. So absolutely celebrate that day. So, uh, and then we'll finish up the week on Saturday with National Cheese Lovers Day, which obviously is not embraced by the lactose intolerant crowd. Um, and there's a place down here in Miami called Lanyap. It's a cheese and wine bar. And I did get an assortment of cheeses the other day. However, if I had my way, I would celebrate National Cheese Lovers Day with nothing more than a humongous block of brie cheese. I love, love brie. Huh. Now, if, if you if you had a quiz me and said, guess what my favorite cheese is, I don't know if I would have guessed brie. What would you have guessed? Fried cheddar. Cheddar. Let me see. You look more like a Gouda guy. <laughs> it's because it's so Gouda. <laughs> Tastes so Gouda, I can't stop eating it. <laughs> Next. All right. Well, with that, let's turn our attention to This Week in History. Yes. By the way, I dedicate that previous pun to Phil Kirshner. <laughs> Okay, I'll get things kicked off. This week in 1916, the PGA was formed. 
Oh, fun. Yeah. That's a, that's a sport where men get to drink and swing a club. Speaking of that. Yeah. In 1919, Prohibition takes effect, which is a terrible, terrible thing to happen. Terrible. But I guess I guess ultimately, though, it kind of needed to happen. So, you know, hey, plus and minus. This week in 1967, the Green Bay Packers beat the Kansas City Chiefs in Super Bowl One. Yeah, go Green Bay. Yeah. In 1973, the undefeated Dolphins beat Redskins in the Super Bowl Seven. Bam. And undefeated, baby. They are still the only undefeated team in NFL history. That's right. Although some would argue that, well, they didn't really win as many games, but they won all the way from game one to the Super Bowl undefeated. That is correct. 100%. Which, which regardless of the number of number of games, they were still undefeated, which no other team Absolutely. has done that. Absolutely. Fast forward quite a few years, and in this week in 2007, this really surprised me that this was this recent. So this is only 11 years ago. The first McDonald's drive-thru opened up in Beijing, China. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. But hey, if you look at our uh, presidential inaugurations in 1981, Ronald Reagan becomes president. Everybody loves Reagan. Everybody loves Reagan. Every single person loves Reagan. Two other inaugurations took place this week. One in 1961, John F. Kennedy, and in 1969, eh, forget it. Boo, Nixon. Maybe the least popular president we've ever had. Next. Okay, well, with that, let's move on to the news. Hooray. Cue my favorite jingle. Okay, hey, Adam, I got a question for you. Okay. What shape is planet Earth? A sphere. Have you considered the possibility that the Earth is flat? Not ever, even for a little bit. That's not true. I did consider it, and then I dismissed it quickly. <laughs> well, I have some information for you to consider before you rush to judgment. Are you ready? Okay, let's do it. So I have this story for you. The countdown to launch creeps closer, and there's still plenty for self-taught rocket scientist Mad Mike Hughes to do. Last-second modifications to his vessel, pick up his flight suit, and leave, <laughs> leave enough food for his four cats, just in case anything happens. Have you heard this story? No, I have not. All right, well, you're going to enjoy this then. Uh, Mike Hughes is a 61-year-old limo driver who spent the last few years building a steam-powered rocket out of salvage parts in his garage. <laughs> Yay! I love where this is going to go. <laughs> I, was, I was just going to say, are you excited about where we're going with this? <laughs> yes, this is fantastic. Would you like to guess how much he spent on his project so far? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, spare parts, so it can't be that much. Take, just take just throw out a number. How much has he spent on his project to, to date? Okay, well, if, if he's eccentric enough to build his own thing, I would say probably in the neighborhood of like a hundred grand. Okay, <laughs> you might feel well, at least either, either that or like ten dollars. I just want you. I'm going to give you the answer after you said a hundred grand, and I want you to to have know that there's a direct connection between the amount that he spent and the amount of success that we're going to see that he has. Okay, he has spent twenty thousand dollars. And that includes okay. that includes Rust-Oleum paint to fancy it up, and a mo- <laughs> and a motorhome he bought on Craigslist that he converted into a ramp. <laughs> wow! I mean, I'm going to spend more on ribs apparently than this guy's going to spend on this <laughs> <Yeah>. rocket ship. <laughs> that is correct. So his first test of the rocket uh, will also be the launch date. Well, <laughs> yeah, because you got one shot. There's no testing this thing. It's, it's, <laughs> right. it's one shot. So what? So so that'll be the launch date when he straps into his homemade contraption and attempts to hurdle over the ghost town of Amboy, California. He'll travel about a mile at a speed of roughly 500 miles an hour. 
No, he won't. (laughs) (laughs) Here's a quote from the article. If you're not scared to death, you're an idiot, Hughes says. (laughs) (laughs) Correct. I I think he might be an idiot anyways. (laughs) But I mean that in the nicest possible way. Sure. he, He continues and says, it's scary as hell. But none none of us are getting out of this world alive. Fair point. I like to do I like to do extraordinary things that no one else can do, and no one in the history of mankind has designed, built, and launched himself in his own rocket. Well, he is tr- he is right. Nobody makes it out of this world alive, but we don't have to expedite the process. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> I think I'm going to question his claim that. Um, where he says, I like to do extraordinary things that no one else can do, and no one else in the history of mankind has designed, built, and launched himself in his own rocket. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like maybe Elon Musk and Richard Branson have done that. Yeah, I feel like there yeah, there are actually several people who have done this before you. <laughs> <laughs> and, not, and not just like one. I mean, like you can even go back to the Wright Brothers. You know, like they, they launched themselves, quote unquote, into space. Well, so maybe that maybe that claim can be questioned, but it'll I'll, I'll sum it up with this last quote: "I'm a walking reality show." Oh my god! So he's doing this for publicity only. Okay. Yeah, so, so that tells you everything you need to know about Mike Hughes. Yeah. Anyway, here's here's some responses uh, oh, to, okay. to, to Mike Hughes. The daredevil limo driver has been called a little bit of everything over his career: eccentric, quirky, foolhardy. That's yes, a, that's a little old timey, stupid, but, <laughs> idiotic. <laughs> uh, near death uh, but none of those things bother him he he believes what he believes including that the earth is flat adam oh good this is great <laughs> he he knows he knows this this thought is a conundrum given that he's about to launch himself into the atmosphere yes correct <laughs> that's also good down the yes. road he, he he's intending to build a rocket that will that takes him into space so he can snap a picture and see with his own eyes <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, you can do that in other ways without like killing yourself. Yeah, it's called Google. Yeah, Google. Or, you know, I'm sure you can work out something. You're not going to get it for 20 grand. But. <laughs> right. Would you like his thoughts on science? Oh, uh-huh. does he believe in science? I don't believe in science, says he. <laughs> <laughs> yes, nailed it. <laughs> Whose main sponsor for the rocket is Research Flat Earth, uh, I know, which I think is some sort of organization. Here here you go. I know about aerodynamics and fluid dynamics and how things move through the air about the certain size uh, of rocket nozzles and thrust. By the way, this is where I paused in the article and said, hey, Uh buddy, that's science. Right. That is, in fact, science, the very thing. Uh Uh-huh. To which he responded in the very next sentence after I paused, but that's not science. That's just a formula. <laughs> so even when presented with science and him admitting that he has knowledge in certain scientific fields, he says, no, that's not science. That, that is not what it is. Do, do, these are not the droids you're looking for. No, that's exactly <laughs> right. He's like a Jedi or attempting to be one. So but dude, th- I, they, they've got to be punking him, though. They can't really believe this is serious. I mean, why throw away your money like this? This guy is dead serious. And I think as we continue, you'll, you'll realize that he is. It says there's no, he says there's no difference between science and science fiction. <laughs> yes, there's a quite a bit of difference. <laughs> <laughs> so we continue. He's not a scientist because he doesn't believe in science. Might you consider that he's a daredevil? I would say daredevil. That would be fantastic. And absolutely give him credit for that. But and he's so, going to get a Darwin Award. So so how about... <laughs> 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 yeah, we might be awarding him a Darwin Award soon. <laughs> so, of course, if he's a daredevil, you might want to know his opinion on other daredevils. Oh, they're not real daredevils because they don't exist, right? 
Just don't mention Evil Knievel around Hughes. He's not a fan. <laughs> no, duh. Here, here's his thoughts on Evil Knievel. He was an average stunt guy, said Hughes. <laughs> said Hughes, a former motorcycle racer. He stole his look from Elvis. <laughs> so for some reason, he feels like he... Like, like the guy's been dead for 40 years, but he feels like he needs to take a shot at Evil Knievel. By the way, <laughs> yeah. the most famous stuntman in history. <laughs> I know. And, you know, he was successful. And let me tell you, he did stunts on heavy motorcycles. Yes. Right? I mean, he was like hauling Harleys up there in the air. You know, come on. No, and, and and at the time, hugely popular. Like, everybody loved Evil Knievel. He was, oh, yeah. He was, he was the hero of every child on the planet. Absolutely. So here's the thing. Hughes doesn't make all that much money, Adam. Oh, really? I, I, really? He's <laughs> yeah. a limo driver. I thought they were, you know, A-listers. Right. No, no. No, it's not true. He actually only makes $15 per hour as a limo driver, plus tips. Plus tips. Oh, okay. Gratuity. <laughs> that, that's why he scrounged for parts, finding the aluminum for his rocket in metal shops and constructing the rocket nozzle out of an aircraft air filter. How, however, he, he did give it a good varnish of cheap paint, and his launch pad is, an, is attached to a motorhome that he bought for. Of the, two, of the $20,000 that he spent on the project, how much did he spend on the motorhome? Fifteen. Yes, 1500 actually. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> right. Uh, that's yes. what I meant. That's what I meant. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. So so he put some uh, he put some cheap paint on it and crafted a a, a uh, ramp out of a fifteen hundred dollar motorhome. So the location for the jump will be Amboy, a ghost town in, Maha- in the Mojave Desert, and along historic Route sixty six, which was um, the uh, setting for the Disney movie Cars. Oh wow! That's yeah, that was neat. the inspiration for Radiator Springs. Okay. So here's how the stunt's going to go down, Adam. Okay. On the morning of the launch, Hughes will heat up about 70 gallons of water in a stainless steel tank and then blast off between 2 p.m. and 3 p.m. He plans, he says he plans to go about a mile. I think he should say he hopes to go about a mile. Reaching an altitude of about 1,800 feet before pulling two parachutes. And the jump will be televised on his YouTube channel. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for that. That's right. Following the jump, he says he's going to announce his plans to... Oh, this is my favorite part of the story. He plans to leap into the governor's race of the state of California. Oh, wow. This is... I mean, what could go wrong? Yes. Yes. He also has future plans that include an excursion into space, which I think we touched on earlier. However, first things first, he first has to complete his jump over the ghost town. Uh, he will be tinkering with his rocket right up to takeoff. And here's a closing quote. A guy who builds his own rocket in his garage about to jump a mile is pretty cool, Hughes says. It's the most interesting human interest story in the world. That's right. There's nothing better than you. <laughs> right. He sounds a little bit like you, Adam. <laughs> False. <laughs> I believe in science. <laughs> right. So, Adam, would you like to know how the jump went? Oh, it happened already? Yes. Oh, yes, please tell me. Did he even get off the ground? (laughs) So here's the update. A man who believes Earth is flat and was ready to launch himself from a rocket in California on Saturday afternoon to prove it has canceled his plans, at least for now. Oh, what a lame guy. Come on, bro. If you're going to talk all that game, you better step up. Seriously. I think you're going to like this. It says... As, as he and his team were preparing to leave Wednesday, the motorhome rocket launcher broke down in his driveway. <laughs> yes. He gets all geared up, has all this pomp and circumstance, gets in the thing in his driveway, goes to crank it up, and doesn't move an inch. 
That was the obvious outcome. <laughs> <laughs> However, characteristic of Mad Mike Hughes, it says, we want everyone to please stay tuned, Hughes says, adding, he has set up a YouTube page where he will post updates. He plans, he plans to try again very soon. So, Adam, go out to YouTube and sign up for Mike Hughes' YouTube channel. I'm definitely doing that. And I think you would join me in saying, good luck, Mad Mike. Yeah, good luck, Mad Mike. You know, can't wait to see you get off the ground, buddy. Absolutely. All right, we've reached that part in our show again, Adam. Uh, what are we missing this week? All right. We apologize again to our listeners. We do not have time to get to this next story. The headline is, Woman's Egg Fertilized by Dog for Art Project. <laughs> oh, man, that sounds hilarious. <laughs> Boy, does it ever. Uh, we, 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 Adam and I will try very hard to try to get to that story sometime in the future. Yes, we will get to it for sure. Next. All right, you ready to move on to birthdays? Let's do birthdays. Okay, I'll kick things off. Yesterday, as we said earlier in the show, was the 74th birthday of my father. Yes, I think that's a celebrity birthday indeed. Absolutely, which has actually been on the show, so you can go back and, uh, through the, the episode feed and hear a couple of a couple of episodes with my dad. I loved those episodes. Those were fantastic. He could be more of a stereotypical cranky old man. Yeah, it was. It's it's folks. It's worth listening to. It's audio, audio gold. Yes, and also on Sunday yesterday we had LL Cool J who turns fifty and Dave Grohl who turns forty nine. Two fantastic uh, people, musicians, and actors. Absolutely, I love both those guys. Yeah, and the same day Jason Bateman turns forty nine. No, oh, Jason Bateman. That's fantastic. Well, on Wednesday we've got Jim Carrey. Love he Jim turns Carrey. Fifty six that day. Yep. Also on the same day, Betty White turns ninety six. She's amazing. She is amazing. She is totally amazing. Also on that day, you've got Dwayne Wade who turns thirty six. Go Heat. Uh, you've got James Earl Jones who turns eighty seven. Another loss that is going to be felt when he passes away because he's fantastic. Uh, obviously, the voice of Darth Vader. And this next birthday is in honor of Chris Brayton of the More Gooder Than podcast. Kevin Costner turns 63, and that's Chris's favorite actor of all time. Is it really? Wow. No, he hates Kevin Costner. <laughs> nice. Yes, they, they did one episode on Waterworld, but I'm pretty sure that Chris rips on Kevin Costner in every episode of the show. Oh, that's unfortunate. Kind of like we rip on Hitler. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, I mean, your face is Hitler. So in a way, Kevin Costner is, uh, is Chris's is Hitler. Hitler. Right, mm-hmm. that's right. Yeah, not his Nittler, his Hitler. <laughs> yes, <laughs> hates Kevin Costner. Yeah, and on Saturday, one of my favorite people is uh, Rain Wilson. He turns fifty-two. And by the way, I've been binging on on uh, The Office for the last couple of months. Still funny, still very oh, very dude, funny. If you, I just posted one of my favorite scenes between him and Andy on my Facebook page. I'll send it to you for your enjoyment. Please do. Absolutely. All right, and we'll finish up with Born This Week Now Dead. Muhammad Ali died in 2016 at the age of 74, and Ben Franklin died in 1790 at the age of 84. Oh, wow. Janis Joplin died in 1970 at the age of 27. Beat that. Yeah, that's kind of impressive that Ben Franklin lived to 84. Yes, especially in the time that he lived. Right. Because the the average life expectancy for a a male had to have been 50? (laughs) Yeah, super low. Next! All right. Well, that was birthdays. Adam, would you like to generate some amazing facts? Do we have to generate facts right now? And here we go. Do it. Uh, here's an amazing fact. Earmuffs were invented by a 15-year-old. Beat that. Wow. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually really, I'm really impressed by that. All right. Would you, would you be okay if I generated my own amazing fact? <laughs> Please generate away, sir. 
Oh, how interesting. Yes. Did you know that Wyoming is home to only two escalators? Wow, really? There's only two escalators in the state of Wyoming. That sounds more unbelievable than amazing. Yeah, no kidding. Next. All right, well, let's finish up with this, and I know you like these. Adam, right. how, how, about a, how about a least competent criminal? Oh, these are great. Dateline LB Washington. A Washington man has, has been arrested and a woman has been hospitalized after police say the couple was having sex, infant in the back seat, before crashing into a tree. Oh, my gosh. Uh-huh. Police say 23-year-old Michael Tonkin was driving drunk while having sex with his passenger, 23-year-old Daisy LaRoque, when he missed wow. a curve and struck a tree Wednesday night. Oh, no. Uh-huh. Uh, when a Washington State Patrol tr- state patrol trooper arrived at the scene, Tonkin and LaRoque were naked, and the three-month-old baby was still in the back seat, according to officials. Oh, no. Uh, the best news of the entire article, the newborn was not injured at all in the crash. Oh, thank God. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, at least La- physically. <laughs> <laughs> right. LaRoque, was, who was not wearing a seatbelt, suffered a broken pelvis, according to the New York Post. Police said the mother was, was, <laughs> police said the mother was drunk as well. Shocker. There's, there's no word if she'll face any charges. Tonkin's been charged with suspicion of driving under the influence, vehicular assault, and child endangerment. He suffered a broken wrist in the crash. Oh, wow. You know, a minor injury for the, putting the wives in danger. For, for the hero of our story. <laughs> right. Police say Tonkin has has three D. This 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 is the part that that, that bothers me the most. Police say Tonkin has three DUI co- convictions on his record. Wow. Okay, so he's a real winner. You should take <laughs> yeah. his license. What the heck? Yeah, dude. So for some reason, like, the first three times that wasn't enough to put him away, but perhaps the fourth. Yeah, perhaps the fourth. Mm-hmm. I mean, this may finally be the one that you know he has. A, he's had enough and ample warning to get this right. 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 So, <laughs> so, of course, like we've done before, I'd like to congratulate Michael Tonkin and Daisy LaRoque on being this week's least competent criminals. Yes. Ha- ha- however, because there was a baby involved, we cannot recognize you as the Gravity Beard Listener of the Week. <laughs> uh-huh. So, so, so stay, fa- stay safe out there, kids. Instead, <laughs> instead... Why don't we give it to Mad Mike Hughes? Yeah, Mad Mike Hughes. Yeah, absolutely. So sorry about your failed launch, but congratulations, Mike. You're the Gravity Beard Listener of the Week. <laughs> and, and good luck with your project. Yes, I wish you the best in all your future endeavors. Yes. The sky is the limit. <laughs> no, no, the sky is not the limit. <laughs> right, the, the sky- driveway is the limit. <laughs> <laughs> you just heard the joke of the week, folks. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> you did. Next. And that brings us to the end of this week's show. Adam? Awesome. Yes. What would you like to promote today? I would like to promote myself at www.lordsaunders.com for all your audio editing needs. I am here to help you edit your podcast or make your recording sound great in whatever way that I can. We can work together and make you achieve what you're looking for in your audio project. I'd also like to uh, promote a couple of my favorite podcasts right now, The Blood Drawn Chronicles and The Ossium Podcast. Um, Ossium Podcast, the new season just came out, um, and it's been a long-awaited thing, and it's fantastic, written by Alex Talander. And The Blood Drawn Chronicles is just continuing its stellar storytelling. Um, you can check that out, written by Michael Bradley at uh, www.blooddrawn.com. Both of those guys are super nice guys, so please support yeah. them and their projects. Yeah, thank you for saying that. They definitely are. Yeah, really good dudes. That's it. Great. Listeners can find This Week Today on Twitter by searching at This Week Pod. We're also a member of the Podfix Network. 
It's a terrific lineup of shows, so go to podfixnetwork.com to check them all out, or you can search at Podfix on Twitter. Our theme song is Sophomore Makeup by Silent Partner. All their stuff can be found on the YouTube audio library. All the other music and sound effects can be found on YouTube. You've been listening to This Week Today on the Gravity Beard Podcast. It's what your ears will want to be listening to. All right. Every time we record, I feel a little bit worse about myself.